Hello there, this is Barry from Watford, and you are listening to the Muggy Bonehead Show, live on crmk.co.uk, every Wednesday from 10pm till midnight. Don't forget to follow the Muggy Bonehead Radio Show on Mixcloud, hosted by Billy Hayes and Dan Rayner. But above all, don't forget to pay me for this promotion, please. Um, what was that noise? I think we're better for having kissing. Just, I've got nothing better to do than have it off with an orangutan. Well, how bored are you going to be in your life? It's a bit of a coincidence that these two things happen at once. Go and pay to have it off. It's not a problem if it likes it, it's like romanced you. Uh, but not if it's tied up, that's cruel. It's just weird. Um, um, don't you? Are you allowed to like, express your rights and kiss? It's awful. It's horrible. Um, cricket. The dog's not. Uh, unless it's unless it's just like I shouldn't do this. Unless in his brain knows that's a disgusting part of you. Boxing. When should when should you wear trousers? Um, Well, <laughs> um, tonight's show is inspired by... You wiped yourself. Suddenly you've got a sheep. It's a magical world. It's like being in the Roman days. What was that noise? Independent and tough, their confidence and patter made this bunch of artful dodgers a good living. Hello? Hello?
Aber... It is totally innocent.
with whom these feelings I share Nobody understands quite why we're here We're searching for answers that never appear Maybe if I looked real hard, I'd, I'd see you trying to To understand this life that we're all going through Yeah.
Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. It's 11 minutes past, nearly 12 minutes past 10. It's Wednesday night. So, my head f- we are on you CRM. Weird. Why don't you just let me do an intro? All right, I will. Go on. CRMK.co.uk. We are the Muggy Boneheads, aren't we? Why is it so light in here? I don't know. That's what I want to know. That's the mystery. It's that a bit. It's that silly yeah. fire you've got on, and this. What? There you that's go. Better. That's better. Moody blues. Well, well, t- today, tonight, this show is all about our phones. The phone, the telecommunication machine that's made us become something. I'm going to try and work out what that might be. Um, this weird thing is, as if life is a story written uh, to tell a tale, is that yesterday I made a little video. And it was from a Joe Rogan clip. Billy sent me a photograph, screenshot of my painting in the Joe Rogan compound with Eddie Bravo, who's a jiu-jitsu master. Really funny bloke, I love him. Um, So I found the video eventually, took me ages to find it, and then I downloaded it and I edited it to a Miley Coppola song and I kind of slowed it down and sped it up and made it go backwards and forwards as if Eddie Bravo was dancing but I kept zooming in on my painting so it's a little advert for my painting and I stuck on Instagram did some hashtags and then that was yesterday and it's now I'm going to have a look at the phone how many things it's had liked bloody number seven right the video has been seen 9,488 times in 24 hours that's a lot for me usually I get about 20 and it's had how many likes it had uh, 710 likes thank, thank god you didn't uh, get your old mate the sort of exposure that he was crying about last <laughs> week yeah well the time has to be right I'm building up see I've got to do it step by step build up this this possibility of us becoming free and but yeah, I've been checking my phone today. I've been hooked to my phone, refreshing, see, you know, watching this thing kind of escalate on my Instagram account. That's a lot for me, you know. I'm not used to that many. So yeah, I've been kind of possessed by it and looking at it and stopping and you know, at work just every now and again, getting turning on my 4G and having a quick look and you know, the battery's running down. I was listening to podcasts all day long. So yeah, my audio of the world every day I'm a gardener is from a phone that's what I'm hearing I'm not hearing the birds tweeting I'm hearing uh, someone like Joe Rogan talk for two hours or Ian Lee's show or um, you know various podcasts all day long listen to people talking 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 connected to this phone connected to another reality oh I just got a text actually text my son Alfie my son from my son and this is a bit that is really rubbish shit So we thought that we would make it larger Dan has a son who's a good for nothing bum And he's texting that boy's my charger Which he has Done I got a text from him Please may you put my phone on charge Without fail Without fail Phones, 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 phones. This is a bit that is really rubbish shit. So we thought that we would make it larger. Dan has a son who's a good for nothing bum, and he's texting that boy's my charger. Nob. 
Someone give that man a job. Give that man a job. Not that. This. Wow, I feel like I'm in space. Space in the past. Two, three, four. So. Yeah. Killed that right at the worst moment, didn't I? It right. kicked in. Two, three, four. Turn it down and let's hear Daniel speak. Well. What's this obsession you've got with your phone all of a sudden? Because... Because you went viral. I went viral, yeah. On your own. I got a disease from the phone. I got ill. I become possessed. I was a different, weakened state of mind. Oh, I must check it. Oh, the number, the number. number's going up, the number's going up. I'm so pleased with the number going up. Yeah! I've been ranked better in my life by a higher number. Um, yeah, when I get home, yes, I will do it when I get home. I'm not going to do it before I get home because it'll be impossible. He wants me to do it, put, put the phone on charge when I get home. This is fascinating. Yeah. I'm not doing the jingle again. Tell him to no. shut up now. Shut up now. <clears throat> Go away. Go to bed. Trying to do a I show. Might, I might put it on charge, I might not. Who knows? Life's a mystery. You might do it for your own good. So, the phones. Phones started off like seventies. Phone was a big bit of plastic with like a curved thing on top of it that came loose with this curly wire. So you pick up this curved thing, had two little speakers on it, one for your mouth, one for your ear. You talk and you dial the number in on this round disc with your little round holes. To put your fingers in, numbered one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, zero, and you. Put your finger in, say seven, close, turn it around to hit this little metal bar, and then you let go and you go doo, 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 back to the beginning. You have to put this punch this number in, and then you'd ring someone and be re clear, and it would break and crack up. You'd, you'd always hear them when you rang on people in the old days. My mum used to work in one of the old switchboards with the oh, old brilliant. plug in things. That's good. Patching callers through. Like, I always tr- I thought that was fascinating, those rooms with the wires in, mm. patching things in. Now it's all zip zaps and Wi Fi wires. Don't need all that anymore, do you? Not anymore. I suppose it's. God, no, is it better? What have we become? Who knows? What I do know is. What? What do you know? So, the phones, yeah. Do you remember first using a phone? I often used it. Yeah. I remember the dial round ones. Which I remember phone books, actual phone, phone books, books with numbers written in and little doodles in that would like part of your childhood growing up. Strong men would tear them up, wouldn't they? That's how strong you are. No, I'm talking about the handwritten ones, the ones with oh, like, yeah. the flaps on them. Yeah. And they always had like you know doodles. on certain pages they'd have little drawings on them and stuff. And different people have written in the numbers. So yep. you might have written you mate Gary the the goose. Yep. In your handwriting, your mum's neat Bar- writing. Barbara above and it. Sandra. Yeah. Great. The lesbian friends. Yeah, and it'd be like a faded yellowy paper over time, wouldn't it? Stop going on about the yellow pages. I'm talking no, about the handwritten ones. I'm talking about the parchmenty feel they'd be become because they'd be so old. Great days. Yellow pages, yeah. What do I need doing? I need a fixer to come round. Oh, there's a big yellow book with lots of picturey adverts in it. You go for it. Oh, A to Z. Window cleaners will be under W. Go for <coughs> the window cleaners. Ah, oh, you go oh. past like wasp killers, um, wine Aardvark, merchants. Aardvark taxis. There's always an Aardvark taxi firm. Yeah, isn't there? they were always at the front. Great. <laughs> that's, what, that's how it works. That's the yeah. alphabet for you. Get the alphabet proper. Or get a bigger advert out of a picture of a man in overalls. Exactly. Yeah. I'm going to play a song. Well, no, yeah, I ain't finished about phones. Christ, hold your hospitals. So, yeah, you'd have that. You'd ring your mates. Or, you, if you're really adventurous, get CB. 
you had CBs when you were little. I never had them. I knew, I knew a family up the road who used to have one of them police scanners because oh, because yeah. because they're um, the woman's the woman's two brothers were, were like proper recording. F- yeah, good. Uh, uh, the woman's brothers, so my mate's uncles were um, thieves. So they used to have the scanners, <laughs> and they used to just keep an eye on what was going on and where there where there was any incidents, so that they could go out and, uh-huh. on the end. Clever. Clever old robbers. Phones, eh? And then, like, a time changed when the phones started having little, like, buttons you could press rather than the dials. Futuristic phones. And they started changing shapes. And then they become cordless. You get a little area that popped out. And you'd ring people and walk around the house. A big yellowy sort of phone. Not yellow. So ivory coloured. Because it was beginning white and then it'd fade. And you have that and it'd clunk and click. And then... We got this thing called the interspace net, didn't we? We did. And phones changed, and we got Wi-Fi's, and then we got this like computer that sits on our lap. That With does more more power in it. More than power than uh, than ca- all the cavemen's hammers that ever existed. That's that's actually true. Yeah, true story. It's a much uh, much handier tool. <laughs> yeah, or is it? Oh, we'd be coming. Like, I always think about like. Essentially, we're an animal. Like we should have instincts, and but this is ter- uh, this is like, what's it doing to us? Take us away from nature, on natural thoughts. It is like a scene from Black Mirror. Sometimes, oh, no, it is going to a restaurant or something, and the people are just sitting around the table. It is the monolith from two thousand and one, and we'll get into that later. Remember, I said that, guys. This thing in your hand, this phone, this magical machine of connection, is what was the bone that the monkey smashed in 2001 that turned into a spaceship the monolith appears again and it's in our hands should we play a song uh, yeah I was just going to say I'll, I'll Jai's no I'm not reading that out Jai are you listening you don't understand 2000 my other son my other son is now berating me <clears throat> what I've just said I'm not quite I can't I can never quite work out which one is the bigger idiot oh, it's, it's, one's just a bit a bit more of an idiot but further away Mm. It's smaller. Yeah, <laughs> a bit more. Oh, so you, so you prefer the other one then? Uh, the other one's your favourite. Uh, they're both my favourites. Exactly the same. I know which one would be my favourite if they were mine. Why? Neither of them. <laughs> but yes, he hasn't seen two thousand one, so you don't know what you talk about. Anyway, these he, boys uh, listen. They love their just, phones. I just want like, to say these boys need to listen now because in a yeah. minute there's going to be aside from anything there's going to be a fantastic song but afterwards there's going to be something that the likes of you in your day and age need to be working out new ways of doing it and better ways of doing it okay you said I'm you're like, pathetic he, he you're said stupid it. and you're just wasting your life away on Fortnite. Yeah. get alive do what we used Play to do analog analog yeah. conversations and things vibrations going down wire rather than Digital space juice. idiots punching each other and building forts at pew, night. Pew. Yeah, playing cowboys and Indians.
Well, well, well. That, ladies and gentlemen, is what's known in the trade as the uh, phone. The Sheepdogs. And that is a great song. So, Alfie and Joe, I promised you something. I was going to play it straight away, but it didn't come in, so I'm going to do it now. What was it? This is what you need to be doing with your life, right? Instead of sitting around playing Fortnite, actually do something of some use. All they do is play Fortnite. They love it. They've got the Fortnite club. Hold on, buddy. Are you all locked in? Hang on a minute. Why are you playing it fast? I'm not. <laughs> Don't be racist just because they're Irish. <laughs> Let's get this right. Here we go. Quiet. Hold on, buddy. Are you looking? Now I tell you, I was reading the bind cell. You're looking for a shotgun here. What? A cell. What? Fundamental want Yeah, you want to buy a shotgun at me? That's right. Who am I talking to? Massey. Massey, from where? Limerick City, kid. Limerick City, right. I'm a cop and you're a man. I'm not too far away. What? What kind of money? The mo- uh, Irish money, you well euros like you know. Euros, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and wh- what you wanna do with it? Who do you wanna get with it, like? You know, show the old rabbits and foxes and things that way. I know those foxes. Yeah, I know the foxes. They down here the wankers. I know yeah. them foxes. Yeah, we've loaded them down here. John Fox and Carmack Fox. I don't like them myself. D- is it Billy Fox or John Fox? Which one of the foxes you're after? Any of them at all? But um, come here to me. What price is the gun? The gun? I don't know yet, but. I, 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 I'm not sure yet. It could be between either, either 200 or 50. I'm not sure, depending on the thing. Do you want to... Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a sword after, that's the thing. Do you want to fit it down your pants, is it? Sorry? Do you want to put it down your pants? Do you, do you want... No, I do not. If you're hiding it, like... Yeah. Yeah, but then, you... Um, what length of the bubbles in it? Oh, it's pure sword. It's a sword after, you know? You have to... If you're going to walk in around town with the gun in your pants, like, you can't, you can't let anyone see it, you know what I mean? Like... Yes, it's not good, sir. What you say? It is not good if there's any shot battle in it. But there's a mad spread off it. Like, you'll take someone's face off if you wanted to, like. Yeah, no good. I'd want a 30-inch barrel. A 30-inch barrel? You'd never get that down, no pants, like. Would you be shooting out the side of a car? Yeah, you would not. <laughs> you would not shoot out the side of a car? I tell you now this, right? This has been used twice before. If you're going out the side of a handy Civic, you know, you will yeah. lash that out the side of the window of a handy Civic. Bang, bang! Bang, bang! Bang, bang, bang! That pure fast from when take someone's VS off with that. He may not tell you though, if you want to get one of them foxes, right? You're I know co- that old gun over two shots. Two shots, is it? You're not all battles on all into what you have. Do you want a machine gun, dear? Well, I would if you would have got one. Do you be interested in the machine gun? <laughs> what length what link is the battles in it? And, and the machine gun? You don't know what old shotgun. Have you any shotgun? I do have a shotgun, but it's really small. But you see, I don't have it at the moment. The fella's selling it to me and I have to get rid of it pure quick. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I do. You're not good to me because the old barrels aren't long enough in it. There's no old barrels at all. They're proper metal ones. They're not made I out know, of old. Yeah, but I want a 30 inch barrel or 32. I want to know. You could, you, know tell you, you could sell it to have a barrel at the top of it and it'd be fine. Like, that's all good. Sounds like everything is all together and sounds oh, like... Oh, we don't want adverts, do we? Don't want yeah. adverts. Hang on, you go... That was a little bit... That one was a little bit difficult to understand because of that... He, he seems to do a little bit... Go for bit it. on this one. Good afternoon, Hidden Hearing. Where is that speaking? How you doing? Um, I actually have a bit of a problem at the moment. My hearing aid is... It's actually falling into the sink. And Sorry? it's... 
My hearing aid is after falling into the sink. Falling into the sink. That's right. correct. Um, it's water damage at the moment, and uh, I need to know. I'm sure I can get it fixed, but I would like to know how much it would cost to get it fixed. Right. Okay. Um, how old is the hearing aid? Um, down the sink. No. How old is the hearing aid? How I'm old. I'm 42. No, how old is the hearing aid? Um, it's about, I've had it since 1907. Four years. Four years? That's correct. I don't actually know what model it is or anything at the moment. I'm very sorry. Um, yeah. But I would just like to know a general estimation of the price. Right, okay. Um, well, that I can't give normally. Uh, sorry, just one last question. Did you purchase it from us, from Hidden Hearing? Um, um, uh, in generally about six. Sorry? About six. You're out six? No, uh, about six. <sighs> Sorry, I can't understand what you're saying. Um, what, what was the question? I'm sorry. I'm asking you, did you purchase it from Hidden Hearing? No, 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 no. Right, okay. Well, you see, normally it would be it would be wherever you purchased it, we would uh, you would have to go back to. Well, do we do repairs? We do repairs, I, yes. Well, I'm trying other places. Right? I, I'm trying other places. Right, okay. The thing is, you see, our standard repair charge would be about ninety pounds. About seventeen, I think. I'm not too sure. I'm living out here, out in Mungle at the moment, but I just can't understand how it will work again because I fell down the sink straight away and I don't know what to do. Sorry? Because I'm falling down the sink and I don't know what to do and I can't hear any phone ringing. I'm coming Murdy was around about six o'clock and I just don't know. Right, okay. Well, the hearing aid will have to be sent away to be repaired. Where? It will have to be sent away to be repaired. I'm afraid I can't come in today. You can't come in today? Well, no. when can you come in? Um. Well, you see, I have to go to the church tomorrow now, so I'm afraid it's going to have to be... Uh, we'll be looking at Wednesday. Right, OK. Well, if you come in on Wednesday, I'll ring our repair department in Cork, and we... I'm afraid I can't get to Cork. I'll be unable to get to Cork. Sorry, I'm not asking you to go to Cork. I'm asking you to come into the branch in Limerick. Yes, I can go to Limerick. I can't go to Cork. I'm not asking you to go to Cork. I'm just letting you know that I will ring our Cork repair section. So you can repair it? Well, I need to look at the hearing aid first. It's, it's um... I don't actually know what model it is. It doesn't matter what model it is. I'll have a look at it when it comes in. Um, Listen, I tell you what, bring in the hearing aid when you get a chance and we'll have a look at it and I'll see what I can do. I can't come in today, though. I'm very I'm sorry. I'm you to come in today. Whenever it's convenient. Wednesday? Sorry? Wednesday? You can come in on Wednesday, yeah? Oh, super. Um, well, like I said, I won't have to be able to go to court and go to church tomorrow. Right, okay. Okay, so... All right, um, I think it's actually half two now, so... Uh, Wednesday. Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Okay? Okay. Thank you. Okay, yeah. And that, lads, <coughs> is how you prank. So that was a thing, wasn't it? Like None of this YouTuber prank. 
Do you, did you used to ring people up when you no, were a kid? No, I was never any good at it. I, th- I remember once I picked up the phone and there was a cross line. It was the most perfect cross line ever. And it was a, a man talking to a doctor about his nuts, about his balls, something to do with sex. Something to do, I can't remember the specific detail of it, but it was something to do with his, his, uh, his what's-its. And I was listening to it. I was like, oh, my God. And I was possibly about 12. And, you know, it was a really personal, deep conversation to have. And, and after about 30 seconds, I just went... <laughs> <laughs> and the doctor went, well, I don't know what that was. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, there's a kind of um, a sort of kerfuffle between them of panic, like... Uh, this big blow-off that came and I did another quick one about and I just went and and then I put the phone down I, yeah I never had I'm, I'm good at arguing on the phone but I just think about that situation though that imagine you at, at your doctors talking about something really personal and this is probably in the 80s yeah so things were a lot more closeted you know it wasn't as open in the air, so it was a very personal conversation. And then it just is a massive blow-off in his most personal moment. <laughs> and the doctor did it? No, I did the oh, blow-off. did it? I did the blow-off down on the phone, because it was across the line. Oh, it was and across... They... Oh, right. God, thanks for listening. God, I missed the first bit. I was thinking, what's... Yeah. It was okay. across the line, yeah. I got to hear it. I got to hear this conversation. Oh, right. deep personal yeah, conversation. Yeah, across the conversation was interrupted by, like, a 12-year-old kid doing a blow-off down the phone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, got, I, I caught a couple thing. of them. I never caught anything. But that man has that memory. Yeah. He's probably dead now, I don't know. Probably, he probably died. Killed himself after that. Not long after that, yeah. Jesus. There's me trying to tell the doctor everything. Yeah, 12-year-old kid. That's what he's doing. Doing the moment. (sighs) Things, eh? Mysteries. I think about that. And they kind of evolved into car phones, didn't they? Mm. But I never had a car phone. I remember my mate Chris's dad got had a car phone. It was like a box that sat where the gears behind the gear stick, and then this kind of big, big kind of rectangle with like sort of indented sharp edges would sit in it. They had a wire to it and you'd pick it up, and you could talk on the phone in the car and drive with this big old phone in your hand, talking to people that had other car phones or house phones. Very clever, wasn't it? It was clever. Technology, eh? Did um, did you ever see it being used? Yeah, but um, we used to ring people. We used to ring people up in the phone book, like people with funny names. You know, you'd find go through the phone book, and if there'd be someone with a sort of slightly rude name, you'd ring them up when you're about ten and say, "Is Mister Blow off there or something?" I don't know. Yeah, I remember ringing up the operators, saying Busby's, when we were pretending to cry, saying, Busby's stuck on the telephone wire. And my mate was in the phone box with me, and we were really laughed at it, and we were about 10 years old, going to the phone box and making, like, silly phone calls to the operator. Was, like, yeah, I think I did that when I was a kid. I, yeah. I used to phone the old uh, football club c- club call or whatever it was, it used to cost, like, yeah. silly money. Yeah, I think I remember I found a couple of... Was, there used to be a directory, didn't there, in the phone book of, sort of special numbers you could ring, like the speaking clock or different things you could listen to. Mm, the old Tom, did you have the Thompson Local? Yeah, the blue one. Mm. Localised yellow pages. Yeah, so I remember... Connecting people. I remember um, 
I think I might have told this story on the radio before. We used to deliver the local papers that had all the numbers in the back. And um, got caught. What, dumping them? Dump him. But second week, dumped him in a load of paper, in a like paper wheelie bin, recycling bin. And without even knowing it, the woman who distributed all the papers to all the local lads lived opposite <laughs> and saw us do it. How's your luck? Oh, dear. Saw us doing it. Caught red-handed. Yeah, that was embarrassing. Didn't come out, just told us to come, come and saw us the next week. So you, if that was now, you'd be on Instagram as a, on painful memes. <laughs> or on... Um, on Facebook, name and shame. Yeah. Let's make these famous. <laughs> I like that note, <laughs> local newspaper. You can imagine it, can't you? Never, that'll stop me getting a job when I'm... Would have stopped me getting a job this this day and age. They would have gone back and said, cool, remember that? That was him. He was like the... No, I was, was going to say something disgusting. Well, don't. <laughs> that's close. Talking to saying stuff that's disgusting. What? You asked me to pick your son's organ up at the weekend. Yep. <laughs> we got in the on the Facebook page. Someone said they had this lovely um, sort of piano organ, free, and it was in our village. And I sort of showed Alfie, my son, because him and Joe had been interested in getting his keyboard working because they wanted to start learning music. And uh, I said, oh, "Look at that!" He said, "Oh, go and get it, get it." So I got Billy. He went and got it for us. But what you did was you screenshotted it. Then you showed it to your son, say, what would you think about this? And then he said yes, and then you f- you sent it via the via the interwebs. Yeah, via that phone, the black monolith. Into my phone, and my phone said, all right. And I said, where is it? And he told me where it was. Like Deliveroo. I didn't need Satnav because I knew where it was, but had I not known where it was, I just would have gone in my phone. Bish, bosh, bash. Are they dumbing us down? Or are we going to be able to free our minds up to do more meaningful things? Well, the thing is with that phone and that piano arriving, the piano arrived, it's gone up in their bedroom and they've been learning really quickly, trying to learn songs. And Jai's used his phone to show him how to play certain songs and he's starting to get a chin going within, a, you know, not less than a week. I've never piano, playing the piano. He's, I think he's learning Hallelujah. Is he learning hallelujah? Yeah. So the technology has made him get off technology, which is interesting. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. they're just computers, aren't they, those those keyboards? They're, just, they're still buttons. It's a technical, isn't it? It's a nice... Yeah. It's a really nice one they got. Yeah. It's, it's like an old-fashioned organ, but like a keyboard version of an organ, like a church organ, so it's got about... Ten pedals on the floor. <laughs> it's wicked. And uh, nice sound out of it. Yeah, but it's MIDI as well, so it's more useful than just Meets the a little organ. Mm. So um, yeah, so I picked your son's organ up carefully at one end. <laughs> Strange man got the other end. <laughs> <laughs> Loaded it into my back doors <laughs> and delivered it into our house. Yep. But no, it was uh, yeah, it's a nice little thing. So hopefully that will turn them into geniuses, little musical. Get them a Fortnite, yeah, Dungeons and Dragons, or whatever they play. These whatever days. it is they do these days, <laughs> Mario Kart Five, yeah, whatever it is they play. Right, what do we? Uh, I know. You're gonna play a song on the computer. I'm gonna play this.
Ray LaMontagne there, live on Letterman, doing... Uh, Loggins. Henry nearly killed me. It's a shame. It's a shame. What's going on with the sound beds? Yeah, let's have a sound bed, because yeah. it's nice to hear some sounds in your bed. Whoa, mystical. This is the age of the phone. I was going to say about the, the black monolith, the thing in your hand, 2001 analogy, is that... The only way you can get to the next black monolith is to have space travel because it's on another it's on a moon, isn't it, in 2001. And in order for a human to be advanced enough for the next stage of evolution, 2001, it had to be space travel. done that and now we've got this black monolith in our hand and is that the shape of the future is that gonna like the bone did cause us to have spaceships the tool 
is this thing in our hand the next swerving point of the evolution of mankind are we going to die by it or are we going to advance like we did using the bone as a weapon as cavemen well if we can use it rather than just forward in Tommy Robinson videos <laughs> yeah and um, Chuck Norris memes although that's probably alright through technology I've just got a message can you empty the washing machine later please Giant needs his trainers now for his coat <laughs> I'm not making another jingle <laughs> the washing machine jingle <laughs> washing machines live longer with cow gone and that's Hearing Billy talk about technology is like mum trying to relate to kids with pogs. That's what another one. Just, yeah. Technology. It's a a great way to send um, hatred. (laughs) It is a great way to send hatred, but can we use it? Like, that's what I was sort of saying earlier on. Is it dumbing us down? Like, for instance, I hark back to the days of driving a van around London and not having any money and being lost and needing to get to a job spiritually and stopping off at garages going in the rough direction stopping off at garages and then quickly reading the map and trying to memorise it and obviously didn't aside from not route. having a phone for users I sat down I didn't have a phone to take a photo of the map could have planned the route <clears throat> yeah but occasionally you know I bet you didn't I bet it's like oh I'll be alright yeah I was resourceful <laughs> this petrol station always found my way Always, always, always got to the job. Yeah, no matter what. And that's a quest, and that was, and that was part of the journey. That was part of the. That was, you know, my my skills of understanding, remembering roads, and knowing where to be going, and Patience. knowing where, where you're supposed to be going, and learning quick ways, and learning the little, all that sort of stuff's learning gone now. Get I, I, it. I drive around London now, and I completely rely on you following that blue line, and just you know, and I'm ne- I kind of, I've sort of stopped using it now for there's certain jobs that I go from place to place, and I don't even bother, but. But um, a lot of the time, I found myself. Put, I find myself putting the sat nav on on the way home, and I know where I'm going. We're following, but it's kind of now used as a timer. You know, you kind of get a live update of whether there's traffic and stuff like that. So you kind of, if all of a sudden, and it has happened before, particularly on a Friday afternoon, you'll be driving along, and then you'll just see the time shoot up by an hour because it's just been made aware of an accident and then you're just like fuck oh man yeah so you'll be following the sat nav we're we're getting followers there's a lot of kind of religious cult um behaviour within this phone I mean are we looking at this like a church now is it somewhere we go we go to find ourselves like you would in the old days you'd go to church to find yourselves find ourselves within the screen we're becoming ourselves we're tricking ourselves that we're something within the screen the black mirror that's what witches use the thing is like I, I like to think that in the, the majority of the time that I'm using it I'm using it for the greater good i.e. I'm watching tutorials or I'm finding out how to get somewhere or you know sometimes you get involved in these meaningless Twitter spats or social media spats um, maybe sort of... maybe it is an evolutionary tool maybe this black monolith, monolith has appeared and we're going to figure our way through it we're either going to crash is our evolution or this technology it's a neutral thing it's how we're going to adapt to it and how we're going to treat it use it are we going to be slave to it or is it going to be an accompaniment how do we deal with the evolution of the phone of us 
the combination of those two things together. What paths do we decide to take? Are we going to be aware of our traps within it? Are we going to be conscious to how we could become slaves to it? Or are we going to stay conscious and let that help us become more conscious by learning and sharing and finding people that can teach us things and help us out? It depends how we take this step, doesn't it? It really does depend how we take this step. There's so many ways it can go, but are we bright enough to take the right way with it and rudder ourselves out of it? And we could go deep into the mire, but if we learn and see what that's done to us and, and see who we are, could it elevate us or are we doomed? I do worry that, <clears throat> that the people that use it in a positive way are in the minority when you consider the amount of people that now have access to these incredible machines of information Mm -hmm. that can either be used to expand your knowledge or to, you know, just allow you to get from A to B faster. I'm not just talking about the sat-nav. I'm talking about, you know, connecting the dots of your knowledge and finding out stuff. But obviously being mindful that you've got to, question it and then you've got to check the sources and understand that you know that the information you're being given obviously particularly from a political point of view not so much when you're just trying to work out how to change bleed the brakes on your van yeah but um but, but you can be attacked through it can't you, you can yeah bloody through it. you can be it's a portal stalk through it it's a portal to a virtual world that doesn't exist but or can enable you to be a better person yeah, as long as we uh, we're careful.
Who's that? MGMT. Oh, yeah. We're all getting electric feelings, aren't we? You love a little bit of that hipster. Not hipsters, they're just nice lads making a good old song. Yeah, but there's that, 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 and 21 Pilots are right, Shoreditch yeah, I like material. It. Well, uh, so it's the kind of guy I am. <laughs> <laughs> I'm from Brighton, don't you know? I've lived in Brighton, that's how cool I am. Let's <laughs> <laughs> give you a bit of like. You hung out in Brighton brilliant. quite a lot, didn't you? Talking yeah. of hanging out in Brighton. <clears throat> One of the first times me and my then girlfriend, now wife, ever went out, I think it was like our second or third oh, date. You had agoraphobia, didn't you? We went away to uh, we went away we went away to Brighton. So you did to say, and it just happened to coincide with uh, Gay Pride. This was so this was like fourteen, fifteen years ago, and uh, we got there and we sort of eventually clocked with all the the. Rainbows and flags. What you say. All the rainbow <laughs> flags. Oh, he's bloody. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, I left straight away. <laughs> straight back on that train. <laughs> Louise, we're turning round. <laughs> Not like that. <laughs> I've come out. Not like that. <laughs> bloody perverts. No. Um, <laughs> we got there. <laughs> And uh, so we realised, we thought, oh, all right, this will be cool. So, just backtrack slightly after them jokes. Not like that! <laughs> backtrack. <laughs> and um, so we, funnily enough, we went camping. Not like that! <laughs> <laughs> it was quite, in, well, yeah, it was intense. <laughs> Not like that! Quite like that! <laughs> and um, <coughs> so... <laughs> you never guess what, but we forgot the poles. <laughs> <laughs> we actually did forget the poles. So we got there. We found this. We found this free. This you field. Of, like we're camping. No, we don't. We found this field, and um, there were some like bushes at the back. <laughs> not like that. <laughs> <laughs> camping, not like that. Oh, this is a true story. And. Um, so we, I had the ingenious idea of let's take the tent in the bush. Seeing <laughs> <laughs> as there's no poles, and um, and we sort of tied it all off underneath these trees and sort of like made it the, almost exactly the shape it should be by tying it off on the corners and stuff. It looked, it looked the tent very good, yeah. Oh, not Louise. No, not Louise. <laughs> roll up, roll up. So, um, anyway, the point is, the point is we we. Not like that. <laughs> we we parked up and then we went out. And, yeah, we, we, oh yeah, that was it. We're about eight o'clock. We'd been out for something to eat, and by about eight o'clock, we sat on the beach. A beautiful summer's day, and it was dusk now. And this bloke, this naked man, walked like right the way across the front of us. Stood about twenty meters in front, faced us, and poo. and the rest of the shore line yeah everything's going on it's a really beautiful night loads of people about families kids everything and he just kind of like sort of put his leg to one side it was like he cocked his leg up with his hands on his hips and just kind of stood there but like it was like watching wildlife on one like he was showing his plumage off he was just sort of showing it off and then the strangest thing happened he then walked about 20 meters the other way and then another man walked to the same spot you're not on the nudist beach Oh yeah. No, it was the main but the main drag right by the pier. Oh. But it was obviously some sort of maybe there was like maybe, a nude man convention. I think there was like um maybe like some sort of, sort of nude man like 
beauty pageant, but it was oh. like a secret one they weren't allowed to tell just you about. Just for you and Louise. Yeah. <laughs> but it was just really interesting to watch these these animals. <laughs> Not like that. Is that the excuse you have to tell Louise? These animals that were that were th- sort of like showing off their... Winkle bits. F- feathers. Oh, bless them. Interesting. Yeah. And then uh, there was... Quite interesting. I shouldn't cast aspersions, but I remember being down by the bit. We know where it sort of sinks down below the seawall, and there's like shops in the arches. Yep. Down there, there was a couple of areas that were sort of quite dark and dingy, and there were obviously men that were capitulating in those dark shadows, capitulating all over each other's faces. But at least a few of them I noticed. They looked. Oh, this is gonna. I need to find a way of saying this. Because normal's not the right well, word. just men. They look like men that were visiting their gay pride for the weekend that p- possibly had family at home. It was oh, that yeah. kind of, you know, it that, it's like this real kind of vibe. And maybe that was my projection, but I'm sure it's it your happened. your fantasy. Anyway. <laughs> my fantasy, yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm like them. Yes, I realise that now, what that looks like. And sounds like Brian, you know, when, when you live in Brighton, you, nothing surprises you ever again. Oh, that's great. You can see all sorts of sights. It's brilliant. It is great. It is one of the best cities in the world. It's London on sea. No, it's better than London. London's horrible. No, it's not. It's full of pigeons. And they attack your face and rip your skin off. Don't go there, anyone. Now, London's all right, but it's tiring. Brian's like, oh, God, I'm free. The yeah, but the point there. is, there's always something going on. Is That's what I'm saying. It's always, not it's always. Always, always busy. One second it wasn't once. Once. Yeah. They call it the One Second Once Club. I wonder how many World War bombs are in that water. Seven. Old f- four, four, unexploded World War Two bombs. <laughs> I remember when the old. Oh, actually, that's right. a, that's actually. Do you, do you know about? Great story. Do you know yeah. about Brighton and the hit and the history with Hitler? Yeah, he was going to live in that pavilion. He, apparently, he, he, put, he put, no, but no, but he avoided Brighton. Brighton didn't well, get badly hit. Yeah, because he liked it. Because he saw that as being his sort of base. I love that. I love that as my base. So you like the same things as Hitler? Well, I like animals. He liked animals. Like painting? Yeah. Quite, you've got facial hair? But I've never killed anybody, and that's the difference between me and him. I'm a good guy who's never killed anyone who likes animals and paints. Yeah, but he didn't kill anyone until he... He strangled that he nun in the ditch an army. when he was seven. Which is what you're doing. That's the truth. What are we doing? It's 12 o'clock now, 11 o'clock. It is 11 o'clock. In fact, it's 11.04. Anyway, phones, 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 phones. They're crazy. I do have a real foot And you said that you you didn't go back to it. You never left. I never left her. So you never went like iPhone, Android, never? No. No, never, never even thought about it. Never even thought about it? No. You see people taking pictures and using apps, nothing? Nothing. Uh, I, I I don't need the apps. I'm good. <laughs> There's no draw at all. Not, not using the internet, answering email. Well, when I, have, you have I, spare have a time? La- I have a laptop at home, and I do access the internet. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but when you're out, you don't want to mess with it. No. I, when I'm out, I want to be out. I'm in the world. You know. Right. And if you're if you're looking at your phone, you're not in the world, and so you don't get either. You don't get either thing. I just look around at, at this. I mean, I'm an anthropologist, and I, you know, I'm interested in human behavior. And I look at the behavior, like literally the physical behavior of people with with smartphones, and it, it doesn't. It looks um, antisocial and unhappy and anxious. And I don't want to be. I don't want to look like that. And I don't want to feel like I think those people feel. Wow, that's deep. I'm a junkie. 
interesting because uh, I was uh, at a restaurant the other day and I was looking around and literally everyone in the restaurant was looking at their phone. No one was talking to, to anybody. And I was thinking, what if there was a drug that did that? What if there was a drug that didn't kill you, but it just sucked up all your time and you just stared blankly at your hand and did everything that you do while you're using a phone? People would be terrified. Like, you're staring at your hand and crashing into cars. You're staring at your hand and walking into poles. I think the big lie of our generation is the phrase social media. It really isn't. It's anti-social media. And it has a lot of uses and, you know, whatever, but it's not social in any human sense. And and if you look at... um, Suicide rates, depression rates, PTSD rates, uh, anxiety rates. They're doing nothing but going up in our society. Mass shootings. (laughs) Um, All those things, they're indicators of something, and they're all going up in our society, despite the fact that we're a very wealthy, powerful, relatively peaceful society. Like, something's going on. I can't prove that it's, you know, the Internet or social media. I mean, obviously, but but the, the fact that those things are happening at the same time does make me wonder that these new devices certainly don't bring happiness because the numbers are going in the wrong direction. I think the problem is when when people want to be socially and socially connected constantly no matter what they're doing mm. um, and that I think keeps people from actually fully experiencing whatever they're actually doing. I think there's definitely some truth to that but I do like the fact that I can ask my phone questions. That's some space age shit, man. It, it, yeah, or it's downright creepy. I mean, you know, depends how you look at it. <laughs> I mean, I you know, I get it. Like, I mean, you, you have all of human knowledge in your front pocket, yeah, accessible at every moment. Like, I, I do understand the power of it and the appeal of it. I'm not saying there aren't great things about it. Of course, there are. Um, it's just for me, the downside outweighs the upside. For other people, I guess it doesn't. But if you look again, if you look at mental health statistics in this country, we're doing something wrong because they're all going in the wrong direction. I agree with you. I just wonder if the mental health statistics are indicative of other issues. You know, I think lifestyle, what you do with your time during the day, and a lot of people live like very deeply unsatisfying lives. And I don't know if the phone accentuates that problem. It gives people a platform for the most mundane, uninteresting um, aspects of their lives because they have to constantly, constantly be producing some kind of output of communication. Well, and if not producing it, certainly absorbing it, right? Yeah, yeah, both. I always feel like I'm mining when I'm on Twitter. Like, nothing, 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 nothing. Oh, rape. Oh, murder. Oh, look at this. New monkey found. Oh, I mean, there, I mean, there's other people you could have on the show that could speak more intelligently to this, but I know that, I mean, I've heard that um, risk of suicide and face, uh, Facebook are correlated. In other words, people that are, are on Facebook and social media, they are at an increased risk of depression and, and thoughts of suicide. And, that, and hmm. that, that's terrifying. Do you think that that's correlation equals causation, though? You know what I mean? Like, do you think that people on Facebook all the time are doing that because they're already depressed? Well, right. I mean, that's that's the question. And and but the correlation means we have to look at something more closely. Yeah. Um, anxiety rates in teenagers have skyrocketed. Um, anxiety partly comes from a sort of a painful self-awareness, and of course that's amplified by social media because you can never escape the opinions of your peers. I mean, right. that's, that's crippling to people. I mean, when I, you know, I wasn't the most popular kid in class by a long shot, I and mean, when I came home, 
whatever my problem, whatever my issues were, were on hold until, you know, when I was a kid in high school. Right. My, those issues were on hold till 8 a.m. the next morning, right? You got a 12-hour break from your problems, and now you don't, and it's really tough on kids. Yeah, I can only imagine growing up today. Uh, you know, I think we got very lucky that the, we experienced the Internet in adulthood. You know, for me, I was... Um, I think I was 27 the first time I ever got online, and that's a that's nice, you know. Yeah. And no one knew what online was back then. You weren't leaving any traces. You were just going out and looking at stuff. Yeah, you know, yeah, it wasn't. That's right. That's right. Yeah, I was. Uh, how old was I? Uh, I was about 36. I remember. I remember a girl asked me, "You ever logged on?" And I was just like, "Logged on? <laughs> logged on on what?" <laughs> she had to explain to me what that meant. And then, and then I literally said to her, "Oh, that's never going to catch on. Come on, that's the thing." Wow. I mean, that's the amazing thing about the human mind, is that we invent this stuff. And yeah. it doesn't mean that it's good. For, I mean, we evolved over hundreds of thousands of years to live in a very different environment than we live now. So these things that we invent, it doesn't mean that they're sort of psychologically good for us, but they definitely are incredible. I mean, they're definitely amazing things. Yeah, I don't think that necessarily they're good for us, but I don't think... This is kind of sound weird, but I don't even think they're necessarily designed for us. I think they're designed for the future. I think, and I don't even think it's a design. I just think that all things move in an ever more complex direction, and that whatever a person is now is not going to be the same thing a thousand years from now or a hundred years from now. Even I think there's going to be some sort of symbiotic connection between us and electronics. Like we're going to have it installed in our bodies. Well, you know that gets to. Um a kind of profound question, like, what is the point of existence, of human existence? What's the point of it? Right. Um, is the point for as many humans as possible to, leave, to lead safe, um, human-fulfilled lives? Or is it for the human race as an entity to produce the highest technological achievements and scientific insights? You know, and, and I don't have a vote either way, but that, that does sort of seem to be the... The question and that technology, I mean, we know does not lead to fulfillment and happiness, but it does lead to scientific insight and to, you know, incredible, um, under, I mean, profound understanding of how the universe works in a physical sense. Yeah. I wonder if what we're doing is just being caught up in the momentum of all this innovation and instead of like using discipline or using some sort of a, a rational objective analysis of like what it takes to be happy and then maybe pushing pushing some of that stuff aside and engaging in actual physical activities, going out yeah. and doing things and, and making that almost like a prescription. Like, hey, you know, look, let's look at your daily chart. Hey, you don't you didn't get enough vitamins, buddy. Yeah. And uh, hey, you didn't get enough activity. Like right. you need to, you need that in order to be in order to feel right, to yeah. feel feel balanced. Right. And if feeling right is the point of existence, then iPhones are probably not a good development. No. Right. If the exchange of data, if the exchange of information uh, is the point, then then they're a great innovation. So it really depends on what we're all here for. I, I was in San Francisco with my wife, and um, we were walking behind these two kids, and we were talking about, about robots. And one was sitting, they were sort of geek kids. I was sort of, sort of in the know about all this stuff. And one, one guy was saying, you know, they're taking over. You know, in 50 years, you know, we're, we're, we're going to be, humans are going to be completely unnecessary. And I said to my wife, you know, we always were unnecessary. Like, none of this had to happen. It's not like the world needs human beings to exist for some purpose, right? We just, we are here. Um, but we didn't have to be here. And so if robots would replace us, we'd go right back to where we would have been if we hadn't, if we hadn't um, evolved. Yeah. 
And it was it was just a funny way of thinking about it. Like none of this is actually necessary. It no, it certainly doesn't. I mean, look, if we are finite life forms, if you're only going to be lived to be, you know, if you're lucky, 90 years, and you know, when your health's going to fail, and then you're going to die. What the what should be our goal is to feel good, right? To have community and relation. That's a big part of that book, Tribe. Your your book's fantastic, by the way. I've read it twice since uh, I read it again. I read it before, and then I read it again since uh, since our first podcast. Oh, thank you very much. Yeah. kind of watching the uh, 
this virtual world for a, for a portal and sometimes you know I know people get stick and rightly so for standing at a gig with their phone in the air <laughs> watching through this thing but I have to say <clears throat> I'm guilty of it myself when I've when I've been building this never ending studio <laughs> that's a good day for a film about the, a dragon <laughs> Maybe change a couple of words about or something, or maybe just one. Never ending studio. And um, I put some lights in there, and I just finished doing the cladding on the front, and it looked quite cool. It was just turning to dusk last summer, and I remember sitting on the chair and I took a photo of it and sat there on Instagram and put some filters on it and made it look, you know, better than it actually was. And I found myself <laughs> sitting in front of my shed. Staring at my phone, admiring the how cool my shit looked in a photo for a, for a oh, photo sitting world. in front of the actual thing itself. <laughs> Isn't that weird? Well, what's happening there? There's like a well, we're putting filters on stuff and making it look better. Third party to our experience of witnessing the world, isn't there? There's a third party now. If only there was maybe maybe psychologically we're building hope, like we can imagine a more perfect world. And this is the beginnings of the rumbling of that thought, like, so I could maybe put a filter on this photograph to make the world seem a better place, because actually I really want the world to be a better place. So maybe rumbling under all of us in this sick poison is the need for the world to be a better place. So maybe that, if we understand that eventually, maybe this sickness that's in us, this monolith that's come to us, maybe we can use that as understanding them punch your way through to a new existence what if we could take a pill <laughs> God. for do your tablets ta- what if we could take a pill tablets. that was that was like an Instagram filter so that yeah. the pill that you took it's called acid <clears throat> well it is it is it is but it's a bit intense but imagine no, if you could do it in the woods you could take an Instagram filter and just that would be Instead of instead of having antidepressants that people are on, they'd actually be able to just uh, the, the, you know potentially make them a little bit emotionless. Or Auto-tune. all it does is it just and I reckon that must be, I reckon that's the microdose in mushrooms. I reckon that's what that does. I reckon it's an Instagram filter, where just everything just a little bit brighter, everything's just a little bit more Maybe, alive. That's what deep down it's like the Joseph Campbell myth. The myths come out of the subconscious of the current culture. The myths always come out of that and. Uh, and what we what we put in our art and stuff comes from that. I mean, we tell a story about our times, and the, because things are moving so quick that we can't catch hold of these myths at the moment. But maybe if if the time distance from the monkey in two thousand and one using that skull as a weapon to the time of technology that we're on in space having the ability to see the next monolith right that's a lot of technology a lot of movement forward imagine if like we did that again we advanced that far forward again like through this muddling because the start of that 2001 when he's smashing that other chimp with a that other caveman whatever it is with a with a bone it's a troubled start and it's barbaric and it's horrible maybe we're in that first bone crunching phase and that attack led to technology it led to everything we've got now so maybe we're in that first stage and maybe like it looks all horrific and horrible and barbaric but it's the step we need to go forward who knows 
Who knows? I think. Uh, oh, before we carry on, sorry, I have to say good evening, Kenny Stevens. <laughs> you left that late. He's I left that late. Really he's still listening. Out. He's still he's still oh. messaging. So he's well obviously done. he's stuck it out. Oh, good, is, good on you. Which is quite good. I forgot about that. And then yeah, I thought yeah, that's a long time to after this this rubbish. Poor son. Kenny is listening on Shantae. Kenny on Shantae. Well he is a very talented man, and you do some music with him. Uh, I've been yeah, been doing some music. It's quite it's quite funny actually. We he he has a contact guy. The, he's the guy he uh, Kenny put together all the stuff I spoke about before. When that? I went out to France. All right, yeah, that's vague. And did some recording on the on old Ronnie Lane's old equipment, which was a very very one? big honour of mine. And um, in France, that's a good old time. So we went out. That was back in September. Made some and he nice basically songs. put us together with put me together with some like-minded musicians. You've and the, the the direction. What's the band called? The band is called. Uh, I don't really like the name. I'll have to confess. Oh, that's right. Say it loud. It's the keeper of manager. <laughs> You're sacked. Sack him. So it's traitor. <clears throat> so we've gone from being a, a <laughs> enchanté. What's that mean? So that's where that came from when we were out in France. Is that your name? No. Enchanté. When, we when we were out in France. <laughs> What's your name? <laughs> it's my stage name. Um, no, it should be. The, I think that should be the name of the band. Enchanté means pleased to meet you in French. Oh, I love uh, French bread. Yeah. So all I their food. I won't, go into, I won't go into the full details. Why are you beeping to, everywhere? Because Kenny's texting in. I need to see what he's saying. You can put silence on your phone. <laughs> he's now texting all the... Um, <laughs> the new names of the band. <laughs> <laughs> Kenny's text. Ha, 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 ha. Cheech and Chung on CRMK. <laughs> I actually don't know what you're talking about, Kenneth. I do not not know what you're talking about um more like idiot and clever person <laughs> so yeah we went out to went out to france we had a great time um on chante became a, a bit of a catchphrase you know when you go on holiday with your mates and sometimes you end up with a catchphrase that everybody sort of says nope. i can't believe that's never happened to you that happens to me every time it's it, I've, that got, happens, I've got i'll tell you what else happens to me every time going to the airport as you turn up, and you, and you as you as you turn up to the very front door, you see someone, and you 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 someone you know. No, you see someone that you, for some reason, you you link on you you know you lock onto them, and you you sort of remember them. Maybe they're wearing oh, a hat. Later. They end up at the same hotel. Oh, that's crazy. That happens to Spies. me so much, Spies. so much. Like you've so been followed you. by the police. So you, I mean, <laughs> obviously it might have something to do with the fact that you're you're both flying out at the same time that you might be turning up at the airport at exactly the same, the same time. But yeah. but it's still quite strange Imagine. and interesting to me. Yeah. Because that's well, just you're life. Easy, you're easy pleased. <laughs> God, I'm I saw magical glass elves on the beach once. I've picked a song next for Kenny. What is it? Um What we anyway, where are we? We are in Newport Pagnall in a uh, former public toilet that has been turned into a radio studio. Imagine the amount of poos that have been in there. Oh, yeah. People pooing in this building loads. Yeah. The ghosts of dead pooing people haunt this studio. It's just. That's what the uh, C and CRMK stands yeah. for, isn't it? CRAP. <laughs> <laughs> you can't say that in 2019. This show is literally the toilet. It is toilet, yeah. Absolute toilet. Wee wee. On Shantae. On Shantae. What's your band called? The Billy Bop Bop Band. It's called The Keeper of Things. I think I'm going to name the the band tonight. Uh, The name of your band should be called Firehawk. Firehawk? Yeah, that's brilliant. Why don't we just call it? I think it's just. Firehawk, we get you noticed. 
I think you should just be called on Shantae. Firehawk, Firehawk. Kenny, this, change it to Firehawk. This, this song's for Kenny. It's called it the called M62 song, because he began up North soon. Firehawk. By Doves. Kenny you can text me now mate <laughs> oh he's playing a little song through there and the phone's going bleep 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 RCD2 bleep 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 so um so when's Firehawk's first album coming out very soon good what a great name that is you pick all the best names yeah if I had a car I'd have a Firehawk Fire, Firehawk 2000 or 2006 or a GT Firehawk, 2000 C Firehawk GT yeah Firehawk 2000 GT red the yellow bits Firehawk so do you want to tell us a little bit more about this harmonic couple of stuff or because I've got that song lined up for you for when you're ready I'm making a film with a harmonic couple it's documentary I think it's going to be I think it's good my suspicions or it's going to be a good film but she's a genius she's like she's like a, um, like they put the Beatles into one lady 
That's what it re- she reminds me of. Yeah, she's a bit of she, doors. There's a bit of doors in her, and there's a there's a sneer about her, a yeah. bit of aggression about it. Swagger, Kenny, you'd like Imani Copley. Yeah, you check her out. You should definitely check her out. She's an untapped genius that could save the planet. And Daniel keeps getting sent all this gold footage. Yep. Um, yep. Editing into a documentary and a music video. Put your phone on silent. Put phones. Uh, no, don't leave on silent. Actually, because that is the world we're living in. Beeps and interruptions and taking yourself off uh, an illuminated thought that could. Maybe you could sit. Maybe you were sitting like in the old days. And you have a thought. You just go with it for like. Could be for hours and hours and hours. Now you got five minutes before your phone beeps at you, or you got Instagram to look at. See how many numbers have gone up. It's what dopamine hit. Just pressing the button. It's oh, somebody we all appreciated me. Yeah. So we all trying to. We all worked out. We all want to feel better. We want to feel happier. We want a better world. Right. How do we do that? Now we're also shouting at each other on in, on Twitter because some people have different views. But actually, we all just want nice times together. How do we do that? Let's recognise the fact what we really want, not through politics, but through feelings. That's my view of the world today. <laughs> Bing bong bash, phone in the trash. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear, you take me to that level, are you? Mm. I was one of the latest people to have a phone, wasn't I? This is my first ever phone I've ever had. First contract. I, I was kind of like the first generation of late people to have a phone. Like when I was. <laughs> What's that mean? Well, when I was sort of 14, 15. Every, like a lot of my mates started getting phones it was when the old one to one contract came out and you'd have three after seven and a weekend calls and that sim card with that deal it's became great. really valuable that means that people would buy, buy that sim card for like 1500 quid one to one to stop doing the deal because everybody had it and they were just absolutely rinsing it and and it was when you know when did you have your first phone what age <clears throat> um, first phone I was 2019 I was forty. So I was good four or five years, and I, I, I was, I was resisting it. I didn't want one. I was forty-three when I roughly. Uh, yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Yeah, I, I lasted ages. I couldn't believe it. I'm thinking now, how did I survive? God only knows what I'd do without you, phone. God only knows what I'd do without but you. But only God does know. If God's a, like, if there's an imagination mind in the universe that knows everything, right? Only He knows what we'd be without it. Only He'd have the idea, or some clever person that just imagined it. That might be me, you, someone out there. Imagine someone that uh, tells us what's going on. <laughs> we well, Andy. Come on, imagine it. So I'll just get the fluky. Oh, work it out. You got. You know, you might just chance on that thought. Imagine, ready? imagine if you Write just stop waffling. All imagine right. that. Well, I haven't opened up a uh, dessert type uh, wagon that sells syrupy topped hot things. Oh Jesus! <laughs> <laughs> no waffles. Um. Oh, there's another text. Oh, beeper. Transportable. That must be the new name of the band. Transportable. <laughs> yeah, you could put them in a bag, or you could put them on a trolley. They're very transportable. So we've kind of evolved a little bit. We've decided to become more of a. We're going to try and become a songwriting factory. Me and Ken are going to do some why side just, projects. Yeah, why don't you just use a room? You don't need to get a factory. Just going to keep churning out material until 
some shizer that hits the wiser, sticks to the. All you got to do is make really good bricks. songs that you can sell to people, and they buy it for loads of money, and you get loads of royalties because it's been either a film or an advert. That's a good Let's idea. Do that. That's a great idea. Yeah. So, do you want to play this Amani Copper song? Yeah, this song's really good because it's like. Oh, we are addicted to phones, and it's a message to you to tell you what not to do or to do. I don't know, but you might understand something by listening to it. Okay, so this is Amani Coppola. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's not. Oh, sorry, no, that's not Amani Coppola. Sorry, so we've got to stop that. Sorry, let's play Amani Coppola. Sorry, I thought it was going to be one of my songs he would have no, wanted, but no. In the end, he chose Amani Coppola. <laughs> I'm all thumbs, no action, attention, deficit, distraction, my brain operates on a fraction, all thumbs, no human interaction, I speak in typos, predictive text it, I spell checked it, I stand autocorrect. Imani Coppola, great. He's jealous because I put her song on that video that went viral, not his. But you know What's why I did it? Sort of an idiot does Fit that. straight away. Dragged it across. So that, that was on the screen. Dragged it straight across. Oh my god, it fits. Little adjustment here and there. 
bang. This will get this will get a gazillion views. I want to get her on the Joe Rogan show. That's what I think needs to happen. I, I want to get me on the Joe Rogan show. Yeah, but you won't be able to do it. She would be a brilliant guest on that. I'd be better than you. Imagine her talking for two or three I'd hours. Be better than her. She, she's You're nearly as good as her. That's a lot. I'm better than Rob that. was bigging you up at the weekend, saying you're a genius. I can't believe British music. Sometimes I listen to it, and I'm, like some of the stuff he sings is like, you how should, can an idiot like that say beautiful things within music? You should use gushing it. Over you, you should use it on the next thing you do that might get you a, <coughs> a million views. I'm wet, building up, building up. I'm gonna strike while the iron's hot. See, <coughs> I'm more of a like I'm like a ninja a warrior. Twice. <laughs> and like, and your time will come at the right point. Wow, yeah! Exactly. <laughs> Kenny's just said a joke. Good. What is it? I've just got a Jamaican smartphone. I've, I've reworded that for him because it's rubbish. I've just got a Jamaican smartphone. He's allowed to say that. It's a Rasta Fire iPhone. That's very good. It's not as good as my joke. It's not your What'd joke. What do you call a Jamaican? It is my joke. It's not. It, Daniel, that is my joke. It's I make not. that joke up. What do you call a Jamaican with binoculars? Rastafari. No, you said it completely wrong. Didn't even scan. What? What do you call a Jamaican with binoculars? Rastafari. Don't tell me to say my own no, joke. Say Rasta. I made up. Far eyes. No. Yeah. Rastafari. You could not ever tell a joke proper. I tell one better than you. Go on then. Well, I did. Just then. Why did the man sleep under the car? I made up that joke. I'm oily in the morning. It's <laughs> the best joke I've ever heard. <laughs> I'm serious. I read that in the Wisdom Chips comic when I was a kid, and I thought, that's genius. Wake up oily in the morning. <laughs> so clever. So One of the best jokes I ever heard. Shakespeare. Was what did the slug say to the snail? You're homeless. Big issue. Ah, uh, that's really cruel. I remember when I first heard that my English teacher told me that, and I thought it was the greatest joke I'd ever heard. I know a joke. He's sitting right opposite me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Look at you, always tired. Stop, stop doing a rubbish job and become better at, at being this. I try to, but <clears throat> any chance I get for any kind of exposure, you pervert, it gets whisked away from me. By what? A an, chef? An already existing Maybe. artist with exposure as, as, uh, in abundance. Look, I'm here to help. Don't worry about that. Obviously, I'd rise to the top quicker. I won't ever forget <laughs> that. <laughs> so, do you know? Do you know? One of my songs got used right for a computer game, like a like a farm like a farming app. Farming game. app. It's like one of these apps farm you make, simulator. You make, yeah, farm simulator. That's oh, it. That's exactly what it is. Rubbish. That's what That's it is. Cool. It's farm simulator. And um, I think Limmy plays that. So I click. I checked on YouTube. It's the PC version as well. I checked what, on YouTube. No swearing. And yeah, no, no. Bloody all racist. No racism. It's <laughs> cut. The cat all is Tommy Robinson. Cut all the homophobic slurs out. <laughs> and uh, it. Um, I was reading the comments below. And there, was, there were more comments talking about the music than there were about the game. People were asking questions about who it is, and it were, I've never heard this track What's before. What's that weirdo? And, Kill then him. So, and then somebody actually answered and said, "It's Billy Hayes." Uh, I did. Whatever it was, it's Billy Hayes. Whatever it was, well, I can't remember what the song was called. I think it's called Whatever It Was. But that would have happened for that. You'd, people would have been going on that video going, "Oh, who is that guy? Who is that?" They'll find out. <laughs> Not through you, they won't. They might. Got more chance than through you. 
<laughs> Don't you worry. I'll help you somehow. I'll let, I'll let you uh, stay in my yacht for uh, five days. I don't a want year. to stay in your stinking yacht. I hope your yacht sti- sinks and stinks. <laughs> when you're in it. <laughs> the five days a year, I'll let you have it. I hope it gets eaten by but a But make shark. sure we tidy up afterwards. Oh, God. Is it nearly the end of the show yet? No. Good. We've got more things to think about. So much fun. Phones, phones, phones. What you like driving and playing on your phone, don't you? In your car. (laughs) (laughs) Billy likes to crash. This is a joke, by the way. It's not real. Billy loves to play on his phone whilst driving um, near stunt bridges. He's got um, eight phones he carries around his neck. All of them with different numbers for some reason. And all of them have alarms that go off every 15 minutes. It's very strange. He loves his phone. What are you going on about? What? Nothing. That was a dream. I was talking about a dream I had. But about Jesus. Can't decide what song I'm going to play next. Good. Guess through these last 15 minutes. Where are we? And I've picked it. Good.
Kenny's still texting in like a good and I'm glad he's enjoying the show. Maybe it might uh, inspire him to become new fans of the Muggy Bonehead show. The greatest show that ever... I can see these interactions taking flight. Do you know, I've got a lot to thank Kenny for. You have? Yeah. Do you want me to tell you what it is? Nah. <laughs> it's thanks to Kenny. You would never have known how to brush your teeth. That I can't be called racist. Ah. Oh. Some of my best friends are black, don't you know? And the reason you, you, you stuttered when you said that word. The, re- the reason, I, well, yeah, because I realised as it was coming out of my yeah. mouth, it was like I wasn't given any kind of any kind of like there was no pre, you know, there was no talk of where that was going to go and why I was saying that. But there was a bridge between language there, wasn't there? There was. It was just like, like oh, yeah. you can't you can't say that in that way without. We're examining ourselves a lot at the moment, aren't yeah. we? Like, um, but is it stopping fluidity between just conversation with people? Well, this is a, this is the thing, and this is the important thing to say as well. Is that is that the reason I the reason I started is because obviously, like on a serious note, you can there are those those kind of conversations and those barriers can be broken down. Like for instance, talking about the phone in a Twitter conversation that reads terribly mm. in a conversation between two friends who are comfortable in each other's skin like for instance the way I could say the most outrageous sexist misogynist thing in front of my wife because I know that it that's where it lies and it's parody and your actions do speak louder than words if there was any weight behind those words that's when it becomes a problem and the problem with with Twitter and, and social media and things like that is that those words can be Never, can be taken. They're never understood because in, in so many ways it can be taken in just in the mood that that person's in that day. You can't take the power of all the brain's thoughts and emotions in a single moment into some like drawings on a luminous screen that you decipher as a code in limited language. Does that make sense? Yeah, I, I think you know. Obviously, it's. Yeah, I, I, I remember. It sc- I, I remember it at school. I remember being at school, and um, I think I spoke to you about this before. There was a real funny camaraderie between the white kids, the black kids, and the Asian kids. There was a real for a cert- for a certain period of time, for like towards the sort of fourth and fifth year, as we we were kind of we'd all grown together, we'd all got to this point, we were kind of coming to the end, we were getting, we were becoming the bigger kids in the school, and yeah. we had this kind of authority between and us. Innocence, really, isn't it? S- and and yeah, you could kind of set these rules at that level within the school. You could kind of be, and we would, we would, we would hurl racist abuse at each other and be hugging each other and laughing at each other, and and it was it was. <laughs> It, aside from it being a divisive thing, it was actually a thing that brought you together, and it was a thing that you kind of could kind of laugh off. Now, of course, in this day and age, now the whole term of the, the white male privilege that's thing, just people comfortable with each other. Yeah, no, 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 absolutely. But what I'm trying to say to you is, is that that even then, even though that those three groups were in on it, in on it, the joke together, they're on the same level. Out of those three groups, I had never been actually racially abused spat at you know seriously uh, abused there's been no point in my life where I was made to feel 
alienated or different because I was of the way I looked. I was like, apart from stupid, really being incredibly really, handsome, really, I used to get alienated a lot for that. I was really awkward, really shy. I felt alienated, like as a youngster, like nervous with new people. It's weird, isn't it? Like alienation. It's not just through being. Um, abused racially as well. There's, there's a lot of people. Yeah, a lot of people experience it through different methods, don't they? We're a very vulnerable sort of person when you're young, aren't you? That sort of stuff. Yeah. Anxiety and fear of people judging you or hating you for how you look or who you are. Yeah, ain't good. Yeah. Well. Something that we never really had to um, had to kind of deal with or cope with, um, and it's yeah, it's interesting. It's I, I don't, yeah, it is. You, 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 and again, I've said this before. <clears throat> I'd never walked into a job interview, and in the waiting room, there's a transgender Chinese person. A it's real. Black dwarf. What are you talking about now? You a, drugs. A Romanian lady in a wheelchair. I've never walked into a job interview. They've been in the waiting room and I've gone, got this one in the bag. I'm the alpha white male privilege is going to be taken over for me today. You've like, never consciously done that. No, all done of us are crumbling you've, wrecks. But you've, but you've coasted some of us, not all of us, but, but uh, you know, it's, it's been a lot easier for us to coast our way through life without those added prejudices and those added pressures of... But then you zoom the camera back even further and you look at, like, the whole movement of everybody engaged in this kind of struggle for survival and acceptance. We're all feeling that, all of us. There's this... We're all feel misplaced. I think we all feel misplaced there's an unease and it comes out in so many forms would there be a world where the unease is just not there anymore like we're confident in who we are all of us as the animal that's a human it's comfortable in its skin it's not neurosis it's not fearful it's not worried about what people think of them because if, if none of us were the if none of us had that insecurity we wouldn't have the need to judge other people because we would feel threatened so would there ever be a, a place in time where our psyche was so strong that that wasn't an issue anymore yeah when my brain's in jars oh yeah that's probably it when my brain's in jars the the, compute, the computer program providing there's no viruses will will be able to as long as the programmer doesn't have nefarious intentions which they probably do because it'll probably be Steve Jobs's the disciples um, the well that's the other way it could go isn't it the monolith is it going to send us to a brain in a jar or? I hope so that's what I want I want to be a brain in a jar I want to live forever I want to touch the sky I want to learn it's how to lazy. high it's just lazy he wants everything done for him. Brain Fame. jar, no, that'd be F all. Don't even have to get up. I just want the perfect life in a, in a jar where I can still have the same interactions, the but jar. in a virtual in a He's going to make world. the jars. I wouldn't see the jar. I, wouldn't be, I'm not even, I might even be a brain in a jar now. You don't know, do you? you I might like be. One. Brain might be. This is all a, this is all a hol- hol- hologram, <laughs> which is a cross between an illusion and a hologram. And it could be that. And if it is, Say then again. I am a brain. That's the name of the band. Hologalusion. <laughs> <laughs> the name of the band is Hologalusion. 
Ladies and gentlemen, hello, hello Wembley. Wembley. We are Hologalusion. The future erupted from Hologalusion's <laughs> first gig. Excuse me. The whole world understood the truth. Hologalusion rose to fame and then split up because they had so much money they could just... Uh, but he could become a train driver, if like I, I always dreamed of. If I have told you this, I'm telling you Kenny again. Kenny would uh, be talk, talk, a, start a, a darts tournament and... Um, <laughs> <laughs> with it <laughs> all the other band members would become karate experts and train young children to defend themselves against muggers what a story that'd be hologalusion yep which well, yeah well you don't know him that's the trouble it's only me you know and yep. Kenny yep ladies and gentlemen live on the stage from a toilet in Newport Pagnell Hologalusion! With support act Firehawk! There we go, let's play a song. Really? What time is it? It's time we played a song to see us out. <sighs> What's it gonna be? I know what it's gonna be, wait. That'd be good. Make it br- brilliant. Just Kenny awesome. says some really un PC stuff that as a white man, I don't feel comfortable repeating. That's because you're s- just sensible. Keep talking, I'm trying to find something. Can't be bothered. Good night, everybody. I know I'm going to play. I know I'm going to play. Enigma. No. Uh, You promised me. I'm going to play a song by some foreigner. Good. And it's not them. Oh, I don't know what that could be. Let's start this again, because it's a tune. Kenny, you're going to love this. I don't know what language it's in, but it's a beautiful song. And I wish it was in English. Although I'm kind of glad it's not. Ah, 
Well, it's come to the end of the show. Ladies and gentlemen, we are here. We're live in the place. Thank you to Kenny for listening tonight. Thank you to everyone in the world. He's a pop star in his own right, old Kenny. He's been on top of the pops. That's good news. Live Aid. That's even better news. Um, He's played at the Dog and Duck. That's not so good. In Luton. But still good. <laughs> no, he's, uh, yeah, he's the old grey whistle test he was on. That's brilliant. Uh, pl- played Wembley Stadium Whoa. twice. Scored a goal, didn't he? If, yeah. Yeah, I'm playing at Wembley Stadium this weekend. At the cup final, getting paid to work we, at the cup final. We play out with my song now. My first ever cup final. What song? Enigma. By... <laughs> See, what we need to do, right, is go back to simpler times. Find this way this phone can recharge us back into... I haven't got a song on here called Enigma. Is it by a bloke from the 80s? Oh, no, it's on oh, YouTube. Really? It's YouTube. See? Reset yourself into some wonderful... Was that what the song's called? <laughs> no, I don't know what? It's called Return to Innocence. It's rubbish. Oh, no. Well, we're sorry about this last song. Daniel thinks it's a good idea. It probably isn't. That's but what we've got to do. Get back <clears> to some basic... I don't know, understand where we are again. Get these phones to help us, not to drag us down into some weird... I don't know. Self-conscious wreck. Good night, everybody. Good night.